Hello everyone, welcome to Arakoin Sheyi News, a podcast where our host gives you daily news on what's going on in the country in areas of politics, entertainment, sports and world news. We'd love to hear your view after every show. Kindly drop your comments after listening to the news so as to help us save you better. Thank you for listening. On the news tonight. Bola Ahmed Tinubu sworn in as Nigeria's 16th president. President Tinubu promises to unite Nigeria, address security, economy, and other challenges. UK, US, Saudi Arabia, others in bilateral meetings with Tinubu. Stage collapses during inauguration in Kano. AIT founder Raymond Dokbesi dies at 71. Phone snatchers to face death penalty in Kano. Sudan's military RSF agrees ceasefire extension. William Nain Bundesliga player of the season. Now the news in full. I am Arakurishi. Ashiwajibola Metinubu has been sworn in as the 16th President of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Tinubu succeeds former President Muhammad Buhari of the All Progressive Congress APC as the new Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces. His words not let his personal interests get in the way of his governance of the nation. Returning and oath-taking took place on Monday at the Igbo Square, Federal Capital Territory, Abuja. Kashim Chetima was sworn in as his Vice President. Tinubu was declared the president-elect by the Independent National Electoral Commission INEC, after winning the presidential election on the 25th of February. The oath of office was administered by the Chief Justice of Nigeria, Olukayo de Aliwola. President Tinubu swore his oath of allegiance around 10.37 a.m., following Vice President Kashim Shetima who swore his oath of allegiance around 10.30 a.m. at the Igbo Square in Abuja. Bola Tinubu of the All Progressive Congress, APC, emerged victorious in the presidential polls on the 25th of February 2023, polling 8,729,249 votes to win the election. President Tinubu in his inaugural address promised to unite the country, address security challenges, economy, among others. President also promised to review the CBN currency swap policy, which he says was actually applied by the APS Bank given the number of unbanked Nigerians. He says his administration will in the meantime treat both currencies as legal tender. He says his administration shall govern and not rule over Nigerians, saying there will be more of consultation and dialogue rather than dictate. He also extended the hand of fellowship to presidential candidates who contested the February 25th election with him. The president thanked his supporters and those he said didn't vote for him. 18 newly elected, 9 re-elected governors sworn into office today. Earlier today, 18 newly elected governors took their oath of office in various states across the nation. They are Alex Oti of Abia State, 
Umo Eno of Akwaibom State, Asint Alia of Benue State, Basi Otu of Cross River State, Sheriff Ubovoli of Delta State, Francis Nwifudu of Ebonyi State, Peter Umba of Enugu State, Umaro Namadi of Jigawa State, and Uba Asoni of Kaduna State. Others are Amaka Bill Yusuf of Kano State, Biko Umarada of Kasina State, Nasiru Idris of Kedi State, Mohamed Umar Bago of Niger State, Kileb Mutuang of Plato State, Timini Lalai Fubara of River State, Ahmed Ali of Shikoto State, Kifas Agbu of Taraba State, and Dauda Lawa of Zanfara State. The nine related governors who also took fresh votes of office for their second terms today are Amadou Fimtili of Adamawa State, Bala Mohamed of Pouchi State, Baba Ganazulum of Bonu State, Mohamed Unuwa Yaya of Gombe State, Abdurrahman Abdurazak of Kwara State, Baba Jide Sonwolu of Lagos State, Abdullah Isuli of Nasarawa State, Chee Makindi of Oyo State, and Dapo Abiodun of Ogun State. Few hours after Bola Ahmed Tinubu was sworn in as assistant president of Nigeria, several countries formally presented their goodwill messages and letters of support and solidarity to President Tinubu at the presidential villa in Abuja. Letters were presented to the president by the special envoys and heads of nations of the countries after its inauguration as assistant president of Nigeria. A statement issued from the president's office signed by Tunde Rahman listed some of the foreign countries to include the United Kingdom. United States, Saudi Arabia, Japan, Brazil, South Korea, Israel, Cape Verde, Somalia, and Nicaragua. While congratulating President Tinubu, the UKI Commissioner to Nigeria, Richard Montgomery, presented letters from British Prime Minister Rishi Shunak, King Charles, and Archbishop of Canterbury, with Justin Welby. The US delegation, led by Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Marshall L. Fuge, paid a costly call on President Tinubu and had a brief bilateral discussion with him. Also, the South Korean delegation had bilateral discussions with Tinubu. By delivering a letter of invitation from South Korea President Yoon Suk Yeol for Tinubu to visit their country soon, the delegation also sought sustained relations between the two countries. The Saudi Arabian delegation delivered a goodwill message from the Saudi Royal House to the Nigerian President. A special envoy of the Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida equally paid a call on President Tinubu and extended a hand of support and fellowship. In the same vein, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu sent a delegation that met with Tinubu and expressed willingness to work with the country in the area of fintech. Others who met with President Tinubu and pledged cooperation with Nigeria included delegations from Brazil, Somali, Cape Verde, and Nicaragua. The President of the United States of America, Joe Biden, has expressed desire to work with the newly sworn-in President of Nigeria, Bola Ahmed Tinubu. This was disclosed in a statement on Monday from Biden to Tinubu wife as facilitating with the new Nigeria President. Tinubu and the Vice President, Kashim Shetima, were sworn in by the Chief Justice of Nigeria, Kayode Ariola. Biden, in his, in his release, reiterated the his administration readiness to work with Tinubu to strengthen ties between the United States and Nigeria. He said, On behalf of the people of the United States, I send warm wishes to the governor and to the government and people of Nigeria as they inaugurate a new president. I look forward to continuing this work with President Tinubu to support economic growth, advance security and promote respect for human rights. 
the U.S. President expressed optimism about the ideas and energy of the dynamic connection between the two countries, noting that the U.S. will continue to work closely with the most populous country in Africa. The state where the inauguration of Aba Kabi as Kano state government took place on Monday collapsed just after the shifting of the new Nigerian People's Party NNPP was sworn in as the new governor of the Northwest state. The governor, his deputy and the acting chief judge were all on the podium when the incident happened at the Sony Abacha Stadium in Kano. Some youths were seen to have climbed the rooftop of the podium which led to his collapse. The governor and his deputy were however confirmed to be safe. Kabiru, an ally of NNPP presidential candidate Rabi Kwankwasu, took over from Abdullah Ganduje of the All Progressive Congress APC. Founder of the African Independent Television AIT, IT Raymond Aliogodokwesi is dead. His death was, was announced in a press statement by his eldest son, Raymond Dokwesi Jr., on behalf of his family. He did not, however, give any details of the circumstances surrounding his death. The marine engineer turned broadcasting pioneer survived the dreaded COVID 19 virus during the height of the pandemic. He was reported to have had a stroke a few weeks back. He was born in October 1951 in the ancient city of Ibadan, but was a native of Agenebode in Edo State. The Edo State Police Command has arrested five members of the Yoruba National Agitators who allegedly invaded and hijacked a government-owned radio station in Ibadan. The Edo State Commissioner of Police, Adebo Ali Williams, while parading the attackers in Ibadan, revealed that the attackers forcefully hijacked the said broadcast station, Amuludu 99.1 FM, with the intent to declare liberation from the Federal Republic of Nigeria. He said in a swift response, officers of the Oyo State Police Command were able to take control of the situation and arrested the invaders. By declaring this act as criminal, unpatriotic, and a clear case of terrorism which will be meted with adequate sanctions under the laws of the land, the CP assured residents of the state that investigations are ongoing to demystify those others who are involved in the act. Some hoodlums in the early hours of Monday invaded the police station at the Oregon Aziz of Lagos State and set it ablaze. The police public relations officer, Benjamin Undein, while speaking with newsmen, said no casualties were recorded and no weapons were lost in the process. One of the police officers on duty was injured by the angry mob. Undein added that the attackers were still at large and investigation has commenced into the matter. This incident is occurring barely 24 hours after some suspected Yoruba nation agitators attacked the Alasa police station also in Lagos, injuring some police officers in the bid to disperse them. Governor Abdullahi Ganduji has slammed the death penalty on phone snatchers in Kano State. Ganduji, through the Kano State Security Council on Sunday, declared phone snatching as armed robbery, and any individual or group caught in the act will be treated with the death penalty. The outgoing Commissioner for Information and Internal Affairs, Malam Mohamed Gabar, disclosed this in a statement issued to newsmen in Kano. He said the council, during its electoral session, presided over by the outgoing state governor, Abdullahi Ganduji, noted that cases of phone snatching in recent times had reached a worrisome proportion and therefore needed drastic measures. Gabriel added that the council agreed to put in place a special squad within the security system to deal with the menace and other acts of criminality in the state.
Getting people informed is the goal and vision of Arakunshi News in aspect of local and international news, sport and entertainment. And in this regard, we are looking for formidable voluntary collaborators also sharing this vision of ours. So if you are interested in joining our team, can you drop a DM after listening to this message? Thank you. And on global news, Recep Erdogan has won Turkey's runoff presidential election to seal another five-year term, according to official preliminary results that marked an end to a determined opposition effort to unseat the long-time leader. Mr. Erdogan received 53.41% of the votes. Electoral Chief Ahmed Yina said on Sunday evening after 99.43% of the ballots has been counted. His rival, Kemal Kilitaraglu, received 46.59% according to the preliminary figures, Mr. Yena said. Mr. Dugan, who claimed victory hours before the official announcement, cannot remain in his seat for another five years and for a third time. 69-year-old became Prime Minister in 2003. The Parliament voted him as President in 2014. Sudan's warring side have agreed to extend its Turkish ceasefire in their battle for control of the country after two key international mediators signaled impatience with persistent truth violations. The five-day extension of the ceasefire between Sudan's military and its rival, the Paramilitary Rapid Support Forces RSF, was announced in a joint statement late on Monday by Saudi Arabia and the United States. The extension will provide time for further humanitarian assistance, restoration of residential services, and discussion of a potential longer-term extension, the statement said. Development came as both sides were under pressure to extend the shaky ceasefire, which was due to end on Monday. And in the world of sports, Bellingham named Bundesliga Player of the Year. Two days after the outbreak of watching his team lose the German title in the last match, Dortmund's teenage midfielder Jude Bellingham was on Monday named Bundesliga Player of the Season. The 19-year-old England international collected the most votes in a team of the season poll. Bellingham, who suffered a late-season knee injury, was an unused substitute as Dortmund drew 2-2 at home to Mainz on Saturday to allow Bayern Munich to take the top spot on the goal difference. Bellingham appeared in 31 of his team's 34 games, scoring 8 goals and providing 4 assists. Spalletti announced his exit from Napoli after making history. Luciano Spalletti has announced that he will leave Napoli at the end of the Serie A season after winning their less-centered little scenes, title since the days of Diego Maradona. Speaking at an event at the Italian national team's Conversiano training center, Valetti said that he would take away time away from football and would not be immediately moving to coach another team. I need to take some time to rest because I am pretty tired, Valetti said. I don't know if you can call it a year sabbatical, but I won't be working. I won't be coaching Napoli or any other team, he also added. And it's a wrap on the news tonight. Thank you for listening. And do well to subscribe to our social media platform 
on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Karakomishi News. Thank you once more.